0: Guys, it's grabbing the brisket. Uh, we're here at Hurtado's Barbecue, Texas Monthly Top 50 Barbecue Joint in Ar- Arlington, Texas. The historical, I guess, downtown Arlington, Texas. Uh, they have two locations: one in Fort Worth, one in Arlington, and also I think uh, they're in the ballpark with the Rangers. Yeah, they are.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're is,
0: also
2: uh, in the. This is the uh, the city that King the Hill was mimicked after was oh. it he's in arlen texas just oh. no thinking it was mimicked after arlington yeah. texas okay so i thought it was a real place i was yeah. like i, <laughs> I want to go there I, I tell you what
0: <laughs> I, I mean do they have like a uh, like a king of the hill inspired menu here like man, somewhere they, around here has got a got a to absolutely right? not right they we cook with wood here right. <laughs> 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 that's actually accurate we got the ladybird platter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the luann special
2: the Hank Hill Burgers is just a plain right. barbecue, like, like propane burger. It has no flavor. <laughs>
0: One propane grill out in the back. Yeah, that's awesome. But hey, uh, super excited, and uh, it's a field uh, trip. I feel it, like we're it's on a, a field trip, trip for us. Yeah. So yeah, we we uh, are just cruising all over the state of Texas, tech- checking out uh, awesome barbecue venues. Uh, awesome uh, brewery, so uh, this is this is super fun and I'm glad you guys are here. Uh, we're we're down one guy. Jan's not here, he's not gonna be able to make it. He's in Denver, Colorado. He's acting like it's work. Hmm. But if I know him it's not work. No, he's it's like not he act like he was just super stressful of just hmm. the only thing he just sends me pictures of him at, like, bars drinking, like, right, cocktails. No, like, I got right, the same yeah. one. Yeah, he looked
1: super stressed out, didn't he? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah.
0: There's one that he shot. It was, like, uh looked like he had his arm around a chair, and he had just a drink yeah. just sitting there, and he was just staring <laughs> off at the distance. I'm yeah. like, did, did you just pay somebody to take a picture? The waitress is
1: like, is this one good? No, no, one more time. One more time. <laughs> do it one more. He would totally yeah. do that, yeah. yeah.
0: She's like, you better give me a good tip. Yeah, exactly. Hey.
2: And here's the man himself.
0: All right, hey, everybody. We're back here at so, uh, can you settle like a little not not a bet a disagreement that, that I'm having with John because John's been throwing me off like uh, uh, quite a bit over the name Hurtado Barbecue. Is it Hurtado? Am I saying that correctly?
3: You're saying that in the correct statement. Yes. Okay. okay,
0: John. John is John is always in my ear like Hurtado Hurtado, no, and no, I'm it's like
3: Hurtado, and then to get even more extreme, Hurtado. That's actually uh, how right. I was saying it. Yeah. That's, <laughs>
1: that's what I was saying. Or, John ah, thought it was Greek. So, right. You know. Right. John's California
0: roots came out just a little I bit. Mean, I uh, say
3: tortilla and then Brandon will say tortilla. Oh, there okay. it is. Tortilla. Okay. <laughs> and then I mean we can just keep it. Yeah. So we're at, we're at Heredo
0: Barbecue, Texas Monthly top you just 50. Just said it how I said it, bro. You just See, said you're in my toe. brain, dude. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Let's do that again. Get the <laughs> magic of... Uh, um, no, don't cut any of that. Not, we're not
1: cutting any of that. None of that's being cut. <laughs>
2: All
0: right, guys. Hey, we're at Hurtado Barbecue here in Arlington, Texas. Uh, we're a we're, uh, special guest here. We got uh, Mike Sharp. Uh, here at, uh, Hurtado. Hey Mike, how's it been? I, I'm sure it's a Saturday afternoon. I'm sure you're <laughs> busy. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to, to shoot a little shit with no us. No
3: problem. This is, uh, my first podcast ever and I'm, I'm not really much of a podcast guy, but yeah. it seems fun. Cool. It really uh, is just
0: a excuse for us to just drink beer. Yeah, I'm
3: really right. good at that. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, Perfect. We really um,
2: appreciate you guys comping all the beer
0: for us. So right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: we just keep saying, yeah, just put it on Hurtado's tab. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine.
0: So uh, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Hurtado. I mean, we know a little bit of it. and We know it, but uh, maybe some uh, new listeners that uh, are just getting into the, the, the I guess, the, the thing of barbecue. Because lately, over the last, like, ten years, it just it has exploded to where everybody is into craft barbecue. Okay. Just like craft beer. Everybody's into craft barbecue. And you have a lot of uh, places that are popping up all over the place. Uh, and a lot of them are uh, just like... Uh, um, Hurtado's, a lot of them are just super fantastic. And, and tell us a little bit about your backstory. Tell us a little bit about what Hurtado is all about.
3: Well, Hurtado started as like a pop-up. Brandon had a little food, went to a pop-up, food truck, brick and mortar. And now he's got two locations and the ballpark. So he went from, I like to say, you know backyard barbecue to ball, But now he's cooking in ballparks, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. God, that's amazing. Um, so I started cooking for his company in 2020, um, where we were really just trying to figure things out and busting our asses. And uh, it's fun to have a crew of people that they weren't just you know in the middle of their life trying to figure out what to do. Every one of us was here for to cook barbecue. That's what we yeah. wanted to do with our life. And when we all got together, we created something really special. And we you know it's like we're all a family here. So. Uh, it's like a bunch of brothers cooking barbecue together every day and you, you know you can taste it it's, yeah. a, it's a bunch of love in there so uh i mean i don't know how else to describe it we've started from uh in the restaurant industry you know you have walk-in coolers and all sorts of stuff we started from no walk-in coolers now we have walk-in coolers When we used to prep into ice coolers mm-hmm. and that was a struggle and then we got to grow and grow and grow and grow and, grow. and it's been fun to be a part of
0: it. Yeah, it, it's it's not a easy easy venture uh, to 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 say. Uh, I know you guys have relatively not quick like to you know it's like quick grow, quick to fame because I I know you, you went from the the, the just the pop ups to the food truck to brick and mortar like pretty quick. I mean your popularity you guys grew pretty quick, and that's got to be challenging. In, in it's own. I wasn't
3: a part of the. Uh, you know the pop-ups I remember meeting Brandon at a I was cooking at a Texas monthly barbecue festival and met Brandon and really liked the crew and then decided I was an executive pitmaster for a restaurant in Dallas at the time and decided you know I'm kind of done trying to do the whole look at me I'm the executive pitmaster guy yeah I'm gonna go join a crew and let's dominate some shit and we did so it was fun man Hell yeah. Yeah, I was going to
2: ask you before you came here what you were doing before that. So. so
3: when I was, it was a long time ago, when I was probably like six years ago, I want to say now, seven years, I opened a restaurant in East Dallas called Smoky Rose by White Rock Lake. Okay. So I did all offset cooking for a huge, huge restaurant across from the Arboretum. And I was like 26 years old and I went from a catering company to running a huge offset program really not knowing shit Mm -hmm. like just trying to figure it out trial and error yeah and it was just (laughs) it was not easy it was long days so i went from there uh, burnt out tired i went and then got asked to if i wanted to take over uh, ferris wheeler's backyard and barbecue in dallas did that played a whole lot of golf (laughs) that <laughs> was a rotisserie yeah. you know restaurant. Oh, so nice. I, I learned how to play golf. <laughs> That's what I say. I learned from Ferris Builders, I learned how to golf. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I was ready to you know grow in my career and I remember meeting Brandon and realizing, you know, there's a huge opportunity and I really liked the whole Mexico aspect yeah. of uh, the barbecue scene wanted to get a part of that and just came in and we all became you know best friends so
0: yeah that's awesome the the whole fusion the barbecue fusion over the last like couple of years has just exploded because a lot of people do the the central texas style offset smoking um but i think you see a lot of people that come in with like a little bit of a, a different background or maybe a different culinary skill and they're like Hey let me add a little Asian flair to this or yeah. let me add a, a, a different uh, take on this we're still doing traditional Texas barbecue but we're gonna uh, uh, you know pizzazz it up just a little bit uh, mm. with what I, I currently know how to do uh, that I, I, I envy that I mean I like that
2: yeah I mean I think like at least for me I usually don't like to go out and just go get regular barbecue because mm. we're cooking that all the time so if all I can right. go out and get some kind of you know so like what you guys are doing here that's like kind of exciting it's different yeah. than what i'm used to you know
0: yeah it, it, it is cool is it, let me ask you this. is it hard to get that notoriety uh doing the rotisserie style pits you know there's a lot of restaurants that just do those uh i'm gonna say southern Pride. i mean or there's the, uh, a the, craft
3: to all of it so like yeah. every smoker's different if you're cooking on a rotisserie pit and someone's talking down on you for just being a rotisserie pit it's because that person
2: had never cooked on one. i never cooked on yeah. one. I mean there's there's
3: every part every part if you're going all offset there's there's difficulties. If you're going rotisseries there's difficulties. Yeah. Of course with gas assisted rotisseries you have the luxury of going the fuck home. Going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only that's the only thing that that I can say, you know, when I had a gas assisted pit, I got to go home and sleep, but um here we we're cooking, man. Yeah. There's no going home. We don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) There's no going home.
2: Yeah. Well, hopefully you at least get to share the burden a little bit and you're not just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tell us a little bit about the crew that you got here,
3: dude. So we have a badass crew. So we just hired on a guy named Zane Cannon. He's worked. This is his third restaurant with me. I've trained since he was probably 17. He's strong, strong guy. We've got a guy named Jack, uh, Josh Black. He, um, he's, you know, ex air force Worked worked on airplanes as a mechanic decided he wanted to cook barbecue and he's been absolutely strong strong and then uh, Ralph Diaz the third he's the third of his name um, he is our pit manager of this location and uh, I actually left the company for 11 months to open a restaurant in Dallas uh, last year and this Brandon got me come back and I'm really glad I did but ralph was i remember when he came on and he's really stepped up and grown as a pitmaster really really strong guy he Mm -hmm. leads this crew and and really helps keep our numbers in check and we've got so many caterings coming through here and just having to update your numbers how many briskets are going on i mean it's different than it was two days ago then our numbers are constantly changing and ralph's on top of that like crazy really 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 stand up dude um then we got a guy named tony so tony uh Tony's great. He actually sold me and Brandon our dog. We've got dogs out of the same litter, so we go duck hunting with our dogs and all that stuff. And oh, Tony joined our crew uh, when I was gone, and he was our head sausage guy out of Little Elm. And we closed Little Elm since, but uh, he's a strong asset to our crew. Works his ass off, and uh, and then our night guys. So our yeah. night guys are a whole different story. The I guess in barbecue, when you're trying to hire, you're looking at guys that can. Cook like a shield of stuff. When you're opening a restaurant, your morning guys are loading your ribs, chicken, sausage. I mean, turkey it goes on and on and on and on. Burn ends, and then your night guys—they're the guys that have to sit there and baby briskets and mm-hmm. really, really pay attention to the smallest things. Like, and our night guys—we've got a guy here uh, that he actually is at both locations in Fort Worth and Arlington, and Cody Scott. Okay. He uh, used to work for Terry Blacks. Uh, he's from California, just a badass brisket cooker, like probably one of the strongest I've seen in my career. Working with him is great. And so, uh, and then we've got a guy named Yvonne, and he cooks brisket as well for us. But um, yeah, it's fun to sit back and look at our crew and say, not one of these guys can do anything better than the other, but when we all work together, that's the standard of food we eat. Yeah, we put out. I was
2: wondering how. Whenever you're on a team like that, how you guys split it up? So, do you have like certain special like things that you just do, or can everybody do everything?
3: Everyone can do everything. Everyone leans on everybody. I mean, of course, this is, there's days where I'm hungover, or yeah. <laughs> so something's going on, uh, someone's sick, and then someone's going to step in more. Uh, we do all of our own. All, all of our pit guys do all of their own prep. So, like, we don't have any designated trimmers that come in here. We don't have any designated guys that just come in and help us trim our ribs down. I mean, not only are we all cooking, we're prepping for the next day. We're working our asses off. I mean, we, we don't stop. Mm-hmm. So uh, we all depend on each other to help manage fires and get everything prepped. And uh, I don't know. We have a fun crew. Yeah.
0: yeah. Can I ask you, uh, not really trying to get any trade secrets, uh, what kind of beef do you guys use for briskets? Yes, we are.
3: <laughs> no, no you're fine so we literally just became the first restaurant in the United States to get the four sixes uh, ranch oh, shit, yeah. uh, beef I saw the hat I was yeah. like uh, so me and Brandon and our COO Jacob Hunter badass dude constantly learning from him uh, went down to the sixes ranch and dude I was just the guy in the back seat I was all, I was having to put orders in for the restaurant with my phone yeah. uh, hot spotting on the computer and Uh, I don't know what city it's in. I should know that (laughs) because we're cooking their beef. But, dude, I was at the ranch, and if you guys watch Yellowstone. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Everybody watches that shit. Dude, uh, we went out to that ranch, and they're real fucking cowboys. I mean, they're breaking uh, wild horses, dude. Like, they had gone the day before, wrangled up a bunch of colts, and I'm sitting there by a pit cooking briskets. Me and Brandon... Cooked that night And it was like Pouring down rain We didn't have anything Covering us And then We're like Dude right? Let's get back To the bunkhouse We'll load a big Nice fire We just wrap the briskets And then We'll get back down there In two hours Well of course I didn't get the hell Out of bed Brandon (laughs) Brandon did Brandon went down there By the time I scrambled Down there to the pit There's fucking cowboys Like breaking Colts Oh yeah I've never seen that before Like So this is like A I think it's, like, the second biggest ranch in Texas, if not yeah. the country. I think, something yeah, weird like huge. that.
0: King Ranch, it's, I think, is the largest in Texas, and I think they're right there yeah, behind them. So yeah, so
3: something like that. So uh, oh, just see. to see the work ethic and, the, like, the devotion that these guys have to their craft mm-hmm. of being cowboys, it makes you really appreciate what they what a cowboy can do to cattle. Yeah. Yeah. So and Those like,
1: guys are like, those guys men men, men. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you over know. here with an electric bicycle, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, breaking the horses and shit. Yeah, right?
3: and, and so like, what does a cowboy do? He, he, he handles cows with horses and, you know, so we see these hardcore cowboys, badass brand, and then we get to try their beef and we first time we tried it, we were like, holy shit, this is really good and we weren't bullshitting. We've, tr- we've had to try tons of brisket to try and yeah. figure it out. So, Taylor Sheridan, uh, producer of Yellowstone, owns that ranch, uh, gave us rides their their brisket and uh we brought it on and i really really enjoyed it the marbling in the flat alone blows my mind just seeing that that cut that's usually just very scarce mm. scarce and fat and so lean it's just marbled like a almost like a wagyu brisket it's crazy oh, nice get awesome. our hands on some of that right? right
2: now when you guys are when you guys are preparing the meats and all that kind of stuff is there like the hurtado like this is what our brisket is and everybody does it there that it way is, so yeah. we all have to, you all get trained up on how to Correct, do that exactly
3: yeah. we have a certain way we trim brandon uh is very particular on how we trim how much fat he likes to leave on mm-hmm. the brisket and uh, you know we've hired a lot of guys on from past restaurants and they've had all had to adapt but and i've left like i said i've left the company and then had ownership. Be like, no, don't trim like that. There's, you know, but having an owner here that's really barbecue savvy is unbelievable, and he can cook the shit out of brisket. Brandon's no joke. Brandon can cook. That's awesome.
1: He's yeah. up in uh, Kansas City right now.
3: Yeah, they're doing a festival up there. Sounds like in it's Kansas. a big one. Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, they're in the Arrowhead Stadium. Mm. Huh. Nice.
2: I guess that's a good excuse for not being
1: here, right? Right. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> for our, our little podcast, we mentioned. Uh, <laughs> Mexican and infusion and whatnot how does that like affect the menu for the listeners like oh that sounds cool but what does that actually mean like what does the menu yeah. look like here that's different from a regular it's hard
3: for me because like um just when i my brain went to you know special so like brandon will come out and be like we're gonna do like uh brisket i can't even say the names it's like we we're talking about her time it's like brisket <laughs> i'm not gonna even do it it's yeah. not like a Fucking idiot. Because, <laughs> like uh, brisket <laughs> guisada or something like that. It's just, yeah, it's like a yeah, gravy. I'd like, what the hell are y'all talking about? And then uh, <laughs> we're going to do tacos with that shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, and then he'll ask, you know, to cook traditional Texas shit. And then he'll take it into the kitchen and either cook it for an extra 10 hours a certain way or do something like that. And then he'll put that twist on it. But literally, he's the, the brain's behind that because I guess he grew up. With his grandma cooking for the family and Mm -hmm. really getting that authentic Mexican cuisine, Mm -hmm. and I'm a guy that just grew up going to El Phoenix and, right, you know what I mean. So, uh, on top of that, instead of offering white bread, we have tortillas, which is you know it's not like to say tortillas make you have in Mexico, but. No. But you make
0: make the tortillas in house?
3: (laughs) Yeah, and we have brisket tallow in our tortillas. There's an
2: actual good thing to use with your tallow. Right. Uh, We're always harping on people using tallow, like overdoing and everything, but tortillas. It seems like it's a
0: fad now. And I'll I'll get off my high horse because I talk about it a lot on the (laughs) podcast because I think it's just a a, a fad that that, that people have seen on the internet. Like, I see people just inject their briskets with beef tallow uh and it's it. It, or, or they use it in just weird manners and i'm like okay you know beef tallow is just oil right like i mean I, I don't understand the applications like frying stuff badass making like refried beans badass making like tortillas awesome like uh mcdonald's i think prior to i don't know the 90s or whatever they they fried all their french fries in beef tallow That's true. uh so, but but a lot of people would do weird applications to it so i, I always like kind of bash on a little bit but uh it has its use it does yeah hmm. let me ask you this mike do you got a tight knit group here you got you you guys are all friends right uh any uh any pranks going on you guys uh <laughs> you guys uh give each other a hard time i mean
3: okay well i mean uh so they never know when I'm coming in because they've got to be either in Fort Worth or here or wherever the hell I'm told. So uh, this past week, I think it's probably going to start a trend. Uh, we're busy as shit. Uh, it was, I think it was last Sunday, so Saturday night, Sunday morning. Um, Ralph, our pit manager here, he comes in at 6 a.m. And I came in like three or 3 or 4 in the morning, and I had everything going. I was like, okay, well Ralph's about to show up. Everybody, get in the fucking truck. Let's get out of here. Turn all the lights off. Make it make it look like nobody's <laughs> <laughs> So he's showing up on a busy ass day, and thinking, oh shit, nobody came in to load and do like you know we're screwed. Mm-hmm. So we all parked down the street and where I could see him pull up in his truck, and he rolls in, and we're all like, all right, here we go. And he's a big, tall Puerto Rican dude, and yeah. he's comes in you see them turn their lights on and I'm you can see him be like, oh what the hell? Like what's going on? Right. And I'm dying laughing then we all haul ass in right. with our brights on be like wow ah, surprise. Yeah, I, I know you were scared you a bitch. <laughs> <Like, "What?" laughs> so that yeah. might that might have started something.
0: I'm, like, I'm going to have a heart attack or I already had a panic attack. I'm actually just not going to come into work today. I just turned around and went home. Like, fuck. Well,
3: fuck, that Yeah. Dude, that
0: uh, is badass.
3: But yeah, we, we, we have a good time.
1: Oh, here's one we'd like to ask people. Uh, barbecue fails. Yeah. Everybody, I feel like everybody has at least one. Listeners love to hear them. Do you have a story of a barbecue fail where you're just like, well, fuck, that didn't go right? Man,
3: barbecue fails. burn-ins for me have been uh, pork belly burn-ins have been trying to get those where you want them it's never I don't think I've ever been completely 100% satisfied mm-hmm. every day no matter what day it is I'm ready like, to you. will they pass like a seed yes will they make a turd yes <laughs> you know well, are people going to eat them yes for like, sure yeah, are I'm they always fucking blowing my mind? Not yet. You're like, don't right. judge my barbecue.
0: Correct. Based yeah. On this. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Pork belly burnt is for me. I'm like, I'll, I'm I'm probably similar to what what your point of view is. I like it a certain way. Uh, if and we've done them plenty of times, we gave them out to everybody. This is freaking amazing. This is a magical piece of meat. I'm like, and I try it. I'm like, uh, yeah. I, it's, I don't know. It. I mean, it's it's not missing something, or maybe I should cook them longer. Uh, for me, it's like uh, you got to render that fat out just a little bit. Just right. And you, yeah. I like the crispiness and getting a little bit of that uh, that uh, chicharron crunchiness to it. But, I mean, and I don't like to put a lot of sauce on it. I, I'll be honest. I'm not like a huge sauce guy. Uh, I well, think
3: We've tried it like 20 different ways. Here. Yeah. And I, I swear we still haven't figured it out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well,
2: when I was at the uh, when I was at the bar earlier getting some drinks, some random person was over there waiting for their food and they told me that we had to try the ribeyes. Oh yeah. So you guys do all those like I'm guessing you all do them here. So we
3: started them for Father's Day and we uh, still have some. I have not you know, we're cutting fresh rib rolls, it's not like I'm I'm cutting steaks and then we're selling them a week later. No, I've mm. got <laughs> So I've gotten in some more rib rolls because they sold so well, and uh, we're cutting ribeyes today. And within the first hour, I sold like 13. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, mm-hmm. guys, keep, keep them coming, keep them coming. And we're short staff this week, so we're just scrambling. Um, but yeah, the ribeyes today are, are are selling, and they're the, from the Sixes Ranch. If I'm not. That's okay. Awesome. So, nice.
1: So if someone's coming in for the first time here. What should they try? What do you think's like your, your best thing? Everything, oh, everything, yeah, try everything. Just, try everything. <laughs> just
0: one, o- I like one, one <laughs> off of everything. Yeah, just mini.
3: get a little bit of everything. That's exactly what I was gonna order. Come in so. here,
2: spend two hundred, three hundred dollars, <laughs> yeah, get everything. You know, that's how to I do guess. it. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: let them sell out in an hour and a half so you can go home and get get a break. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. Yeah,
0: yep. you guys have off day.
3: Uh, I am off usually Mondays and Tuesdays, but we're not closed. Not closed. Okay. Yeah. Wow golf Ooh, yeah I, still working on the golf game it's a big part of the the extracurricular life of mine
0: nice i love that uh what about this um do you barbecue outside of here
3: mm, so that's how i really fell in love with it i mean i uh you know went to college didn't stay long mom and dad showed up one day and said with au haul didn't see him didn't tell me they were coming so pack your shit so, <laughs> okay and then i you know what are you gonna do i come back to dallas I, uh, start waiting tables, but I found a, a smoker by the dumpster at my apartment complex, and I fixed it up. My dad, I grew up with him. He had a trailer, 250 gallon pit, and uh, he was always so obsessed with it. I was like, Dad, dude, what? I don't give a shit. Like I don't, you know, you're out here, you know, crack of dawn, and then we're not eating till dinner. I'm not going to do that. But he was always I- showing me. You can just get
0: right in the camera. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, so I was waiting
3: tables, and I think it was at Del Friscos Thank at the you time. So much. And I was doing their, yeah, I was their expediter and food runner, and uh, I'd bring my leftover barbecue from that pit I found by the dumpster to my chefs that were in in the kitchen. They're like, "Damn, you're pretty good at this." I was like, "Dude, I just sat around and drank beer and <laughs> had a good time. Glad you like it." And then uh, one of them left. Del Frisco's and went up to upstate New York and bought a restaurant and asked if I wanted to uh, come up there and cook for them. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So I was living on Lake Champlain and up there cooking. First time ever really working in the kitchen. And uh, came home uh, after that, because that shit freezes over. It gets cold up there real mm, real yeah, quick. And uh, so I came home. I started wanted to work for Lockhart. So I'd sat down with the owner of Lockhart before i left and he hired me on so i had a job when i came home and barbecue and that's that was years ago probably 10 years ago and uh i worked there for like a week and said fuck this <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> sorry lockhart <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was what about it yeah. like they wanted me to make like eight dollars an hour and i said oh, well, geez, i'm not yeah. gonna do that no. no i'm not gonna do that no
0: so put way too much love into it
1: for eight dollars yeah,
3: an hour no, sorry guys but
0: i'm gonna need about as much as you charge for uh per pound for brisket yeah right, at, least.
1: at least yeah,
3: yeah. I, I hope i'm not in trouble for saying that shit. <laughs> no, no no you're good
1: you're good we're gonna make a clip that'll be on our, uh, our TikTok <laughs> hashtag i like, yeah. call them out hashtag well, <laughs> Lockhart our <sucks. laughs> well.
3: yeah and after that i went into catering so i uh we ran a catering company out of my backyard i joined up with a guy named doug pickering uh dwp I worked with them for almost three years building a catering company, and then we parted ways. And uh, I went and opened that Smoky Rose restaurant. Shit.
2: Now, let me ask you this: Do you get roped into cooking barbecue for every holiday and no. family gathering? No, you, like you literally. Put it into that?
3: My, tw- I'm a twin. <laughs> my twin brother had a baby shower, and I looked at the invitation like when I had to go, like, so I could see the address of where it was, and mm-hmm. it was like baby and barbecue, and I was like, no shit. I was like you didn't. Thank you. Don't ask me to cook for you at. No. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm trying to enjoy it. Oh, you didn't, so. you didn't
2: show up and they just handed you the apron no, so here you go? No, okay.
3: that's, no. That doesn't happen anymore. Good, no. good.
2: So you're a twin. James
0: is the twin. I'm a twin, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Twins, twins are... They, Identical they're, they're, they're or uh, fraternal? fraternal. He's bald and skinny. Uh, I'm a
0: fraternal uh, twin as well. Jan is not here. He, he's uh, the other guy that's on our podcast. He's bald and skinny, too. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. He's not. James is
1: the good-looking one out of these twins, too. That's so crazy.
0: <laughs> James <laughs> not here so We himself. can say that. No. That's fine. Right.
3: <laughs> no, yeah. They, my twin's going to have a baby, like, next week. They're having their baby. So I'll, can, be, ah, I'll be, congrats. as Brandon would say, Teal Miguel. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs>
0: Congratulations. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that.
3: Uh,
1: so... I don't know why I've been itching to ask this because I love different kinds of barbecue pits, but the one you found by the dumpster—what what kind of pit was it? Dude,
3: I don't even—it didn't even have a brand on it. It was just like one you'd get at Home Depot, okay. and then I upgraded. I remember uh, that firebox had like a one of your like you know this uninsulated cheapest. The mm-hmm. hole will grow. The hole the hole will grow. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, my hole just kept growing, 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 and on the bottom of that uh, smoke uh, firebox and. I got a lifetime from Ubaldi. It said, mm-hmm. bought mine when I was young. That, yeah. That's the while. Those things are heavy duty. So I got one of those big boys, and that's the one I started just every day off. I'd just be like, what can I afford? Be like, I've got like, you know, 50 bucks in my bank account. I'll go buy, you know, a $14 pack of ribs that has three racks in it and a pork butt. And then cook all day long, drink beer, and then eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like you're just living our lifestyle, you're living like, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think. And, uh, yeah, we'll if he,
0: make if Mike he lived in Fairland, he'd probably be on the show. He, he probably would. Yeah. I was <laughs>
2: talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, "I just don't want to just sit around all day just drinking beer while it's cooking." I'm like, "It sounds like you just don't want to barbecue, <laughs> like, <laughs> right?" That's that's the whole experience. Yeah.
3: Well, the, here's the thing: when you go from that to high volume. I'm a big beer drinking guy, but mm-hmm. I won't drink beer if I'm cooking brisket until I wrap that bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because yeah. I will have way too much fun with the beer. And then mm-hmm. yeah, it shit. It when we do
2: competitions, we do the same thing. It's like no drink until it's like about turning. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now we can. You know. Maybe maybe that's your rule. <laughs> right. As soon as <laughs> I wake up, I'm brushing my teeth with it. Well, so those of us who are cooking, Alex. We all so y'all do competitions <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right on. I tried
3: that. that. I tried that out for a minute. I tried that out. I remember cooking next to johnny trick he was literally next to me and i was like he was like you want to try a 12 hour rib i was like what the fuck is a 12 hour rib taste like (laughs) (laughs) and uh, i remember trying i was like god damn it i mean that's a good rib i mean he's johnny trick i remember seeing him on tv Mm -hmm. yep Uh, that was the it was called the chili's chili annual cook-off Chili's yeah. chili in Austin. Y'all okay. done that one? I've mm-hmm. not. No, no, I did no, no. that one. And Mo Quezon was there. I mean, all the big guys. I, I was showing up like, oh, dude, I think I could win this. I, s- I found one close to Dallas. And drive down there. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a different game you know? yeah it's, they've never got a call never got gotten we always like talk
2: that. like you know the, the barbecue we cook at those competitions is not the barbecue we would want to cook and eat at our house
3: yeah, you know it's it's, different. it's a total different game i've so. never injected a brisket in my life <laughs> yeah, yeah now,
0: now it's just like uh, now they cook briskets in four hours they're injected with so many different like chemicals and and uh um what's the uh the, say, the phosphate, the phosphate. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's
1: this is uh, <laughs> this is the smoker
0: they use right here it's actually you got two Girl smokers cookers. in here already yeah. yeah
1: yeah actually i gotta go pick mine up here it's been ready <laughs> to go for like two weeks i feel bad he's off on a cruise though the guys build my good so i guess i won't get it this way
3: brandon just got a a line of cookers starting to build for him called the hurtado smoke box by hooray grill company if y'all ever heard of that mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm it's pretty badass dude He they brought the prototype out last week and i was pretty impressed so it's got like these drum cookers you've seen the tubes come out the side yeah, with yeah. air intake so it's kind of got that on the side but they're slides with a bunch of holes milled out of there and uh the smokestacks a big old tube over the top of that box and I mean, it's pretty sweet. I was impressed. I it was very slick. impressed. So we're about to start selling those. I think he actually posted it today, like the link to look at. It. Yeah, okay. okay. Your, check uh, it out. It's like Hurtado. You have to put a link down below on the yeah. We will we will share that link. HurtadoBarbecue dot slash smokebox or something.
0: Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you what uh, what pits are you working with uh, here?
3: We have two primitive thousand gallons, uninsulated. Okay. We have. 1,000-gallon rotisserie M&M pit, and then we have 1,000-gallon offset rot- uh, M&M pit as well. Is that the, that pretty blue one out yeah, here? That's, that's the one. I yeah. think
1: it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah it is. You're going to definitely give us a tour after this, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we need you. the full tour. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys, uh, you guys want to see some video, a uh, tour of this whole place, uh, head over to our YouTube, and uh, you'll find it there.
0: Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, uh, I think we've probably held you up long enough. I know you're uh, running short staff today. Yep. Uh, There's like just nothing being cooked right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got two guys. There's people, yeah. orders shit out here is like, where's my food?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think he's back there with those guys.
0: Yeah. Well, we're, I, we're gonna have to sneak out. I can say it uh, honestly. It's a, it's been an honor. It's been a blessing for you allowing us to to come here and shoot the shit and talk barbecue with yeah, you. Uh, I wish you the best. Uh, I. I i'm I'm sure we're gonna call on you uh, many many of times to 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 jump on the podcast and talk a little barbecue and drink a little beer with us but uh hey thank you i
3: appreciate it cheers guys for real yeah Yeah. right on thank you sir yep
1: what a cool guy uh i'm anxious to honestly walk over like right next to where the barbecue place is and get some barbecue yeah i'm ready to eat yeah i'm
0: definitely ready to eat uh I, I mentioned earlier. Uh, he mentioned like talking about everybody being short staff. Brandon, I think he's out in in uh, Kansas City, and uh, somebody was out today. So he he's uh, obviously probably has a lot of hats on right now, trying to get stuff done. So so I'm very appreciative of this guy taking time out of his schedule to um, talk barbecue with us. Hey, I love the Tex Mex barbecue, Tex Q. Tex-Q, Whatever it team. is, you know what I mean. It is. I feel I like everything with a tortilla. With us being further you know south like in houston we, we pretty much put everything on a tortilla mm-hmm. whether it's like breakfast or, or yeah. dinner or lunch or whatever right uh i am excited uh, i i love the uh, the, the, the appropriate uses of beef tallow <laughs> instead of like, yes. uh, yeah, I'm I sure. Don't
2: think we can get through an episode without talking about beef
0: tallow. No, no, we <laughs> <no, it's laughs> can't. Yeah. It's true.
1: I, I want to see how you work that into the conversation at Martin House. Yeah, Let's right. do that, Be- you yeah. do a beef tallow, tallow beer? Style? Yeah, yeah. How like does that a beef
0: one? tallow imperial stout. Oh, uh, we had to do that. <laughs> Jesus. Oily yeah. beer. Right. No, that sounds delicious. Uh, but uh, My heart's slowing down just <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, I just, it puts the beef tallow on the skin or it gets the hoes again. <laughs> jeez <laughs> that's awkward that all was right. weird
1: right so uh, folks head over to our social medias check us out uh, at grab them and the brisket everywhere except for twitter it's at grab the brisket grab the brisket dot com you can find all the links there if you can't remember anything else or uh, info at in com if you want to send us an email. We have a phone number, too. I don't remember what it is off the top Damn of my man. head. 33-something, three, three,
0: something, another something.
1: Just scroll down. It's, it's down below. on the below. website. Right. Yeah. Oh, you'll or, have, or it. You'll on have website, it on the website. Whatever. It's around. You can mm-hmm. find it. Leave it's us like a like message. seven numbers. Barbecue fails. Barbecue wins. We want to hear all that shit. Yep. Uh, and then we'll sing you free shit when you do call in. So.
0: <laughs> there it is. Hey, honestly, guys, it's been awesome talking barbecue.
2: Peace. Thanks, everybody. We've been great.
0: Smoke on! Dang it, Bobby! Just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Suckle Buster's barbecue rubs and sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Coolie Nation Custom Koozies, Camro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, the Smoke Sheet Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.